Morning show, wake your punk ass up. It's your boy DOC, Rhea Beer, DJ Ron C and the ones and twos, Smooth yep, D. Yep. Butterflies rocking with us again for this whole week. Butterflies in the building. Hey. We all up in here. It's AM Caffeine Morning Show. You know how we get down on Fridays. Before we get to our special guest today, um, on Wednesday, Smooth D introduced uh, this new pie. What was it PJ's? What, what's the name of that damn company? PJ's. PJ's. PJ's pie. I guess they uh, have a um, a pumpkin pie that's supposed to be smashing. Patty, patty, Patty's pie. It's not a pumpkin pie. It's a sweet potato. Same damn thing. Sweet tater. PJ's unforgettable gourmet sweet potato pie. There it is. So the verdict was out on exactly the taste. So I left it up to Rhea Bia to taste it. Marinate on it a little bit over these last couple days, and you know Rhea Bia is with child. And if you listen on Wednesday, come to find out that Rhea Bia is having another baby. Now she was already pregnant; she's five months within the pregnancy, but she got pregnant again. I don't know how she did that. Shout out to her husband; he over there dropping bombs. What up, Don Dada? <laughs> so Rhea Bia, yes. Please give me an update on the uh, sweet potato pie or pumpkin pie, whatever the hell it is from PJ's. How was it? It was absolutely delicious. Now, you know, there's a certain way that you have to eat this pie. You can't just put it all in your mouth. Put it all up in your mouth. 
you have to take a little fork, a little knife, and cut it up a little bit because you okay. have to. You have to have a little bit of it at a time. Okay. So that's what I did, and I put it on my tongue. I mean, and it tastes like how she, you put it on your tongue she when used pregnant. real real butter. She definitely used real butter. There was not any margarine in there. She used real butter. Real butter. You could taste that. Definitely. Okay. There was some. Um, she had that graham cracker crust. <laughs> okay. Okay. She had some eggs, and it wasn't like that egg out the box. It was like she cracked some eggs open and put it in there. Okay. Those were fresh eggs. They could have been organic. Really? You tasted all that, huh? And you know what she had over Patty's pies? Patty, Patty. Is she used sugar. Oh. Patty had like that, what's that fake sugar called? What, some equal? Like some equal, yeah, I think Patty had some equal. <laughs> you need that just like, that, what is that, uh, sugar, that, uh, it's not pure cane sugar, that's CNH. You need that CNH, that's that real. Yeah. So we're going to let them live then because what we were going to do, if this, if the pie was whack, we were not only going to talk about you. But we were going to take them down off our Instagram. We probably was going to give them a bad review. We was going to hit them up on Yelp. Like, we was going to kill them. Hey, if it ain't if it ain't hot, they get got. Right. So we're going to let them live. Again, Rhea Beer, the name of the pie is? PJ's. PJ's, PJ's Pies. PJ's Unforgettable Gourmet Sweet Potato Pies. All right. Then does there she make is. any other kind of pies or just sweet potato? She, um... I think she does like some zucchini bread or something like oh, that. Oh, see, that sounds oh, no, nasty. Cool. We cool. I'm we cool. Now, nah, yeah, we. we <laughs> I love some zucchini. We're not filled with zucchini bread. I like zucchini bread. Hey, monkey bread. Oh, oh, I have to inquire. Some DJ monkey Ron bread. Monkey yeah, let's bread. find out if yes. DJ makes some monkey bread. DJ, DJ Ron C has been known bread. to be the monkey bread king. I've never, I've never had your monkey <laughs> he bread. Have to, he, he's been talking about the monkey bread for at least five years. But I, if any. you've noticed, none of us have ever sampled it. That's why I don't think it's real. <laughs> AM Caffeine Morning Show. So today, our special guest, man. You know, I'm a huge, huge fan of stand-up comedy. And there's not very many comedians that I think are funny and I also think that stand-up comedy is the hardest job in show business I have gone on record to say that many times stand-up comedy is no joke our guest today man not only is a stand-up comedian vet he's an actor he's a writer writes for all types of TV shows and I first got introduced to him and his talent when he was on uh, he was on Def Jam and that just, you know, not trying to date him, but that's just letting you know how long my man has been in the game. You can date me. I don't give a damn. The one and only Royale Brackens is in We in here. We made it. We made it. Mama, we made it. Doc, was good? Royale, man, first off, I don't know if I can, ever... Can I just stop you for one second? Yes. This track right now is giving me... A, listen, when this track dropped just now... I was like, oh, I'm in the right place. You're in the right place. <laughs> I'm in the right place. Right. I promise you. Because this is like one of my favorite tracks in the world. Why don't you spit over it? Nah, you don't want me to spit right yeah. now. <laughs> no, I spit. But you don't want me like, you know, like that's my secret inside passion. Oh, well, you shouldn't have said that. We're going to make it round the day. No, no, yeah. no. no I'm telling you. Listen. No, no, no. Listen. 
it's gonna be hot garbage. <laughs> I'm telling you in advance, like bars, like Sir Bars a lot. That's my name. Oh, that's my your name? Yeah, yeah, it's Sir real. Yeah, yeah, Sir Bars a lot. But I'm telling you right now, it's gonna be a lot of mm, ahs. Uh, you kind of figure it out. Yeah. Oh, yo, yo, it's gonna be really bad. <laughs> But it's gonna be passionate. You know what I mean? It's gonna be some stuff that's like, it's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt a little bit. So, Royale's yeah. rocking with us. It's gonna be a lot of, yeah. Right. Got, oh, yeah. Boss, yeah. Like, I'm a, it's gonna a take lot me of 45 good minutes to get ready. It's, gonna, it's a lot of ad libs going on. What? Not, them ain't even ad libs. I'm just like, that's part of is he going, what's, is it is about? Is it coming? Uh, is it coming? It, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Royale Watkins is rocking with us uh, for this whole hour, man. And I don't know ever. I don't know if I got a chance to tell Royale this, but I would say about maybe five, six years ago, Royale and myself, we were. Um, I don't know if we were chatting over Facebook or on the phone, whatever it was. Royale gave me so much inspiration during this one conversation, and. I think I was at a point where I was a little I was a little frustrated a little uh. bit with just how the radio stuff was going and he gave me the damn Martin Luther the King Obama speech and really gave me a swift kick in the butt and said man you don't you, you don't give up and you got to continue to use these platforms and I don't know if I ever got a chance to tell him thank you but that conversation I promise made me want to step my game up in in what I'm doing and where I'm trying to go in my career. So, Roy, I really have to thank you for that, man, because that conversation really meant a lot to me. Hey, dude. miss, listen to me tell you something, Doc. We, we've been connected for a long time, then we just had the conversation offline about how we're the people. Look, there's some people in the city, right, and where I travel, I know a lot of people. A lot right. of people know me, right? I kind of been off the radar for a second and when I say off the radar just behind the scenes a little bit working like right putting in like meaningful work um, and so you know when I see folks that I'm connected to you specifically regarding this conversation is like we got history right and so there's been some gaps for myself you know I've gone through a lot of changes in my life mm -hmm. I've had great accomplishments I've had great losses and the thing that I've come to understand is that the only thing that really matters at the end of the day is that we just keep going right like every day I wake up my responsibility is to keep going. I can't tap out. I'm like a shark. You know, if a shark stops swimming, it'll die. It'll die. No, if a shark stops swimming, it'll die. So for me, like, I have to listen. I've lost a house, I've lost all my money, I've lost family members. But at the end of the day, my passion and my purpose is connected to this stand up comedy stuff. So everything I'm doing in some way, shape, fashion, or form is connected to this, this stand up comedy stuff. Right? We talking earlier about this show that I do in New York City. Just celebrated seven years of the mixtape mix comedy. comedy. And we're gonna we're gonna get into that. I'm not even gonna get in all the way. We'll we'll, we'll get, get into, into that. it. Absolutely. But I'm just saying, if there was a camera with me over the last seven years to see what my experience has been, um uh to see everything that I've gone through to be able to get to seven years, um People will be amazed, man. Right. I mean, I've slept in the airport. I've, it's been an amazing experience. Just, and that's one project alone. <laughs> alone, right. That's just one project. Right. Mm -hmm. But people are like, how do you, like, 
I got a wife, I got kids, I got family, I got myself, I got most importantly the thing that like my purpose. Like I'm so tapped into my purpose. When I get up every day, I'm trying to either do two things. I'm trying to inspire, I'm trying to encourage, or three things, or I'm trying to affect your life with some form of entertainment, laughter. I want people that's that's happiness. Right. That's how I share my happiness. And so whether I get paid a million dollars for it or whether I make an investment and lose money to do it, you know, it's tied to my my purpose. So it, it drives me. It gives me a reason. When you got a reason, right. let me tell you something, bro. That's everything. When you got a reason to do something, come on, man. AM Caffeine Morning Show. Royal Watkins gonna be dropping jewels on us today. Spit these bars. This beat. This, see, this is the problem. <laughs> right. Is the track is that you beat. think you could do it? <laughs> the track, like, yeah. It's so um, it's like one, one, two. two uh, here we, here we go. Three to the four. You know we do the AM Caffeine Show in the morning. Like that. You know what I'm saying? It's like I see the, the track will trick you. I see the conviction. The the heart is there, the heart, but but the skill, like but the you, skill that, that was hard. That was like, harder. <laughs> AM <laughs> hey, Caffeine Morning I Show. I told you. You did tell me. You did put you the did, disclaimer out there. I put the disclaimer. Yes, I'm not getting signed by nobody. AM <laughs> <laughs> hey, Caffeine Morning Show, Ron C. Let's get into the mix. We're going to come back. We're going to talk to Royale, talk about his journey, where he came from, where he is, where he's trying to go. It's the AM Caffeine Morning Show. Royale Watkins is in the building. You don't want to miss. Stay tuned. Ron C. Don't hold on to it, dog. That's how we get out. Thinking you could pop me, man. You need to 
out So I knew he was with And by like six in the morning He forgot what he said And I was getting some Getting, getting some I was getting some Getting, getting some I was getting some Getting, getting some I was getting the kind of girl I make it toes Serving everybody Ain't we up in Magic City Throwing up the private Ain't me until I'm taking off like a rocket Ain't my, ain't my, ain't my, ain't my, ain't my money long In the crown just to shine on you suckers Still told the Glock 40 for the haters and the fuss Up probation if I didn't try to play me I'm a bust my own weed, no security Reaching for my jewelry, get your nigga in the pop quick Feel full of hot shit, fresh out the box till hot Then a drop six, made a quarter meal in the pen Getting stock tilts, haters wanna stop tilt Mad cause they not tilt, ball every summer So your baby mama jock tilt You don't want no drama, pimp, I promise I do not slip Chrome four. Filth here, we'll let the cops trip. Bought my girl a Hummer with the chrome right in front of that. Five carat stone with the platinum all in front of that. Rap beef, I ain't gonna participate in none of that. I'm aiming at your fitty cap, and you ain't gonna go none of that. Slide on Josephine, holla at Nakia and plug My nigga Troy and Telly, they keep it real I land you wanted a house of blues at night after the DJ and I know ya Y'all all wash it for it across the street from Bobova But first I'm about to stand job off Saratoga Hey, straight up for the action, that snatch me two pair of soldiers Nigga left on Tyler, kinda get up over that doja Tell me night in my trail, I get the guns and let's roll up I'm about to hit Julio to get the blazers some soda I got Jesus waiting on VL, we about to bake up this Yoda So where that milk Where that Thomas at? Thomas where that? 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 Where that?
Caffeine morning show. Nope. Rhea, act like you, you you do this for a living. You Stop know, playing. She's having a little side conversation. I with see. Royale. Mind your business. Sidebarring over here. AM Caffeine morning show. Royale Watkins in the building with the AM Caffeine morning show crew. So Royale, talk to me. From DC, right? It's capital. And it all began. At what point, when you were growing up? And, I, and off air, you were saying you're one of what? I'm one of 14. Damn. So listen up. Rice, Rome, Raymond, Ramel, Rafe, Rach, Royale, Ramlet, Ralph, Reggie, Lord, Tammy, Ronald, Daryl. Say it 14. backwards. Wow. No, that's not going to happen. <laughs> that's not going to happen. That's, cool. that's I all of them. I give you some Hennessy and then you can think I said it. <laughs> well, not for the baby. I'm sorry. No. Not for the baby. Yeah, yeah, not for the baby. I, really, I was already trying to get the baby Kool-Aid and they shut that down. No. Yeah. Um, one of 14. You're in the middle. Number eight. The number eight. Number eight. Damn, this so, track got me thinking I might do better than the last. <laughs> Don't get him excited. <laughs> uh, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. At what point, growing up, did you were you always funny, or did you feel you were funny, no, or was it just never, natural, listen, just because you were so when you want to 14 kids, and you know you have to. It's always a fight to be. Recognized, like yo, me too. Like, look at me. And so, my thing early on is like, I used to dance, like, I used to do the Michael Jackson, I used to be in talent shows. 
you know, my my they used to come wake me up. Like I told you, my mom is one of 16 kids. Mm-hmm. Wow. So we would have functions at the house. My mom, like a party or whatever. Like back in the day, you know, your your folks used to get it in. Like right. they throw parties, your aunts, uncle, parents, family come through. And they used to go, go wake, go get Royale. They put that Michael Jackson and on. And it was on. It's a rap. <laughs> Royale, what? What did your parents do for a living in order to feed homie, all them homie. damn kids? So my dad was a, a contractor. <laughs> he used to do plumbing, electrical, carpentry, all of that. He was doing a lot Yo, of plumbing. No, he was, yeah, yeah. He was getting exactly. Why, that's why he's fourteen. And, and my mom just used to be waiting for him to come home to make another baby. <laughs> like, listen, I have a joke. I used to have a joke, or I still do it now. I just say I always knew when my parents was gonna have sex because my father would just come home and send everybody to bed <laughs> for no reason. Go to sleep. Yo, it was like. All right, that's it. Everybody hit the set. <laughs> like, homie, it's 3 o'clock p.m. We sitting here trying to do Now, homework. how many of you guys were in one room? Oh, let me tell you something. At one point, there was, I think, six of us in one room. How many beds? It's like two sets of bunk beds. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm going to tell you the craziest thing is like when, like, at a certain point, you know, you got that many kids and my father used to drink. So he would come home, he would be frustrated. You know, you a contractor, you ain't get your money from three different people. Now right. you're struggling. You know, temporary layup. Right. Oh, no, no, real. The good times things start kicking. Time, he was like, he was like James. Pissed. Real, homie. <laughs> Is it credit rip off? <laughs> that scratching and surviving was real, right? Right. <laughs> so my dad would be so frustrated, and all it took was one person to do one thing right and it would set him off <laughs> and man he would come in that back room the room wasn't no bigger than a, like half of this Two, one set of bunk beds on one side he would come through there with that belt home it was on in it just like blah, 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 <laughs> like everybody blah, 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 everybody, everybody. <laughs> be like, I, ain't, I ain't doing that that wasn't me dad like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> everybody was catching it that light everybody got it homie Everybody. <laughs> so they would call you to do Michael Jackson. At that point, did you just you just love the attention? So, I just love entertaining. I love the feeling I got when I was like the action that I took got a response from people mm-hmm. that made me feel like, oh, this is this is value. This has value for me. Mm-hmm. This makes people feel good. Right. And so then I was a class clown. So then in school, I would do stuff and people would laugh. I was so small, yo. Yo, I was like, I was the runt of the litter. (laughs) Seriously? You're the smallest kid in the class? Yo, I promise you, I was the smallest kid in the class all the way up through college. Wow. Wow. Damn near. I was small, yo. And I went, when I was in college, when I came out of high school, I went in the Marine Corps Reserve. Okay. So then I went to boot camp. Oh, how was that? Oh, Marine Corps boot camp was crazy. I know that's no joke. What made you want to do that? I come from like all my siblings damn near have gone into the military. My dad was in the army. So you just felt something that you So like, we we just, you know what I mean? We, I'm not rich. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I will come from money. Right. So it's like, what you going to do? You going to stay on the streets of D.C. where Negroes is killing each other every day and, you know, the dope game is running the city. Or get your ass or on you the gonna ship. Get, you're going to get out, right? <laughs> right. So I went to Marine Corps, went to Marine Corps Reserve. I came back from boot camp. It's like a whole new world. It was like, ah! It was like, rah! Like, yo, I grew up, grew a few, you know, I got taller. Uh-huh. It's crazy cut. You know what I mean? I was in college at the University of the District of Columbia and uh, came back to school. It was a whole was a different ball game. So yeah. when you came back to school, were you still, at that point, were you thinking about 
trying to go into college entertainment or were you? No, I was doing stand up. You were still you I were was doing, doing stand up. Got back to college and uh, cool. I was like, all right, I'm good. I'm in school. I'm in the Marine Corps Reserve. Go do these, you know, once a month and two weeks out the summer thing. And then Desert Shield, Desert Storm happened. Whoa. My third year. Whoa. And it's like, Come on, homie, let's hey, go. Homie, we need you. I was like, me? Was like, yeah. I'm just a reserve. I really don't well, want to do this. Just, <laughs> homie, let me tell you something. In college, I was doing stand-up, yo. I was making money doing stand-up. I was wild popular in college, yo. I'm smashing just about everything. Anything. <laughs> like you go ahead and Yo, go my ahead brother, and my brother was the engineer at the school, so I had keys to his office. Oh, so it was on. What? <laughs> so like at night, I'm like, oh no, we can just cool, we can go down yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. It Man. was on. <laughs> but that third year they came and got me. They was like, yo, we gotta go. I was like, so damn. They came, how long were you going? I was gone for like 11 months. How was that experience? What? <laughs> let me tell you something. It's when you... Let me tell you something. Man. I can't even imagine. I'm going to tell you two of the realest things. I'm going to make them very, very short stories. Look at that. Go back to that one. <laughs> it says that's funny. Um, uh, when I was over there, two things happened. One, there was one experience where I said my last prayer... Because I thought it was done. It was done. It was I thought it, Yeah, I thought it was completely over and I was gone. Wow. Because at 3, 2, 3 in the morning a.m., I'm in a foreign country. I'm in Kuwait, Iraq, wherever we were. And you're in the middle of the desert. And all I know is that I heard the loudest sound I've ever heard in my life, right? The loudest sound I've ever heard in my life. It was, a, it was an explosion. <laughs> So now these alarms are going off. You got cats jumping up. You can't turn on your lights. You'll right, you don't want cat cats to no, see you. No, you can't give away your position. Right. Like, we, we taking fire. This is real. Right. I'm in Desert Shield, You're Desert Storm it. at the high, highest point. Like, we are fighting every day. Damn. Right? I've carried bodies off of off of uh, off of helicopters. You know, I'm on the show MASH where you see the yes. opening and they running yeah. out to get... I've carried bodies off of incoming helicopters of dying soldiers. Wow. Of dying Marines, dying soldiers, dying Navy... Uh, personnel so like that's that's the situation we're in right <clears throat> here this explosion can't turn lights on you jumping up you're grabbing yourself then we hear the second alarm this is the realest alarm which is the one that says put on your mop suit which is that green suit you probably saw cats putting on because it says we're getting hit with with chemical agents mm -hmm. so i'm like oh my god <laughs> no no it ain't even no joke i'm this is as real as it gets i'm like man for real this is what we're doing. So putting that on was if if some chemicals was. Yo, to, listen. If you getting hit with uh, a biological chemical agent, you got to put on your gas mask, put on this suit, and go through this whole process is like crazy. So like it's dark. Like you practice putting it on. You putting it on in the light. Right. Right. right? right. It's like now it's dark. Different. You got to know. And to be fair, we we practice putting it on in the dark because you got to know every part of this this damn suit and how to put it on. But. Not in a real time war situation. Right, right. right you do it. This, this is, is the real. This ain't. This is the real. I'm not. I can't even express this to you enough. This is this real. Is it. Right. You hear um, weapons going off. Pop, pop. Like people accidentally misfiring and cats throwing up in their suit and like, yo, it's like your life is on the line right now, right? So we get that. We get in the joint. We run out to a bunker, right? I'm in a real bunker with a loaded weapon. 
We got uh, freaking uh, rifles. We got grenades. We got everything. Everything you can imagine, yo. Everything you can imagine. We got it. And as a 20-year-old kid, 1920, whatever I was at the time, I'm in the dark. I'm in a foreign country. I got a loaded weapon. There is something out, out there, there that wants to kill me. That wants to kill me, and I don't know what it is. Or it where it is. The gra- I don't know where it is. I don't know what it is. It just, when this explosion happened, homie, the ground was shaking like, it's like earthquake shaking like, whoa. I'm like, oh, my God, right? We're in this bunker for about an hour and a half. For about an hour and a half. It is another Marine that stood at attention for that entire hour and a half because he was sh- he's scared. He was in shock, wow. right? So I'm like, man, this is it. Like, whatever it is, when it starts, I my life is now on the line. I got to fight. Right. right. I was like, this. let me just go ahead and say my last prayer because it could be a wrap. And did you actually think you weren't gonna make it, dude. I mean, what? Oh, no, when that happened, hell yeah! Like this, this is the real thing. I don't know if I'm gonna make it or not. Wow. Come to find out, it was friendly fire. Um, uh, uh, F-16. One of the jets accidentally dropped one of what? their bombs outside our compound. What? Accidentally? Yeah, accidentally. How accidentally drop a bomb. Oh, you. Just, let me tell you something. <laughs> You'd be surprised. <laughs> that happens surprised. all the time. We just don't hear you about it. You just don't hear about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So wow. did anybody did anybody pass in that? No, no, because it was that it was an accident. accident. It was like yeah, but people die in accidents. No, all yeah. The, time. the truth of the matter is, I don't know whether somebody else died. Yeah. I just know that in our in our little uh, setup, it y'all was, was it straight, was y'all made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody. Wow. So that was one thing. Then the other thing was that these white cats over there that were active duty Marines. That are from the south, you know what I mean? Mm. Yo, they so racist. Yo. Brother, they hate, that. no, they hate black reservists. And you're supposed to be on the same team. Oh, let me tell you something. I'm in a tent with these white boys. They so racist that another situation. It's a brother that came from my unit that was a reservist as well. So he kind of heavy Bible dude. He always, you know, Jesus this, Jesus that. And it's like, yo, would pull it back just a little mm-hmm. bit. You know what I mean? These kids don't already, they don't like you. Right. So, <laughs> there was, um, you know, don't think Jesus is the glue. Right. Let's get it straight. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus might be the connect for you, but he ain't the glue to this. <laughs> yeah, he ain't the plug over here. So... So we're supposed to come out one day. They had a formation. And over there, they didn't have bathrooms. They had these little joints you poop in. And you got to burn it off. You know what I mean? What? Yeah, yeah. You poop in a box. You, you dump it in a box. And you pouring gasoline in. You got to stir it in. And Wait, what? You, you stir it? Stir it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like a broom? So that's a detail. Yep. Like a stick. Is there, is there toilet paper? Yeah, you got toilet paper. Okay. Well, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do it's a wooden joint. It. It's a wooden joint. It's a pe- like a piece of plywood. It's got a hole cut in, and you go inside the joint and dump. You know what I mean? And then at the end of the day, somebody got burned. It. So they was putting together a, a detail, uh, a dump detail, basically. <laughs> it's calling everybody out, right? Everybody come formation. And so there's this bo- this white dude, Fike. Um, he stayed inside our tent, and he was hiding up under his little cot, right? And so my boy Wood said, "Fike, come from under your rack. We see you." Man, why he do that? This white boy got mad. I was talking about he's gonna slap my dude around. Mm -mm. I was like, yo, I said, you ain't gonna slap nobody. I said, if you wanna slap somebody, 
slap me. Uh-oh. 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 Okay, Royale. Yeah, Royale. No, 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 you got Brawley. Okay. That, no, no, this ain't Royale over there. This, uh, is, you're, this you're, is Corporal Watkins. Corporal okay, Watkins, excuse let me. Let me correct get... myself. Yeah, this is this Corporal Watkins. No, Lance Corporal Watkins. I apologize. It's <laughs> Lance Corporal Watkins over there. And so he's like, I'm not even talking to you. Just, just, just. And so we start going back and forth. And I just took my rifle. Huh? Click, click. Wait, joint, what? my joint. I, yeah, I pulled my wife up. My joint was this close to his face. Whoa. I was like, I'll kill you right now. Yo, everything froze. Wow. Everything is like, Ooh. this sounds like a movie, right? It now. really does. We need to write this. Yeah, we do. So, right? So, um, what was his reaction? He stopped. Everything stopped. Everything stopped because it was. It got real, real, real fast. It got real, <laughs> real, real fast. And it, everything, like over there, homie. You tense. Mm-hmm. You going through yeah, this. You don't know whether sure. you're gonna lose your life. Right. Yo, to go use the phone, we had to get on these them helicopters with the twin blades. Uh huh. You got to go up and go down somewhere a mile, two miles away to go use the phone to talk to your family, let them know you're all right. And combat zone, yo, you're stressed, stressed all the time. They mm-hmm. make it look. Sometimes you try to get a break, you crack a joke with somebody, but at the end of the day, you stress because you you seeing people die, die every day. Right. You seeing people die every day and not like death on TV. I'm talking about horrible deaths with their heads blown off. Wow. Like, I've sh- have you ever shot an AK-47? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm being, I'm no, not even joking not, with you. I haven't. Absolutely not. <laughs> okay, so let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. It is one of the most destructive pieces of machinery I've ever held in my life. My this cat one time, this cat that was in my unit, we driving somewhere. He's like, "You ever shot an AK-47?" I was like, "No," and we weren't supposed to have them. That's the weapons they had. Right. He pulled one from behind the joint. He's like, "Go ahead, yo." I grabbed this joint. We stepped outside the um the vehicle. We out in the middle of the desert. I take it. I go, boom. God. That scared me right there. Right. I'm saying. Your sound effects, by the way, are are I'm just saying. Phenomenal. (laughs) So here's the thing. He's like, go ahead. Put it on burst. Click. Boom, 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 boom. I was like, I I literally (laughs) dropped it, right? And gave it back to him. And so when you see somebody's body that's been hit by AK-47, and when you see, like, it's one thing to be shot. You ever been shot? I haven't been shot either. I Absolutely not. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> when you've seen somebody hit by a rifle, it's one thing. Somebody hit by a handgun is one thing. But AK-47. AK-47 will knock off. Your, all that's coming off. All of this all the, is your, all that's this is coming meant off. to get through buildings, right. right? So back to this dude fight. Everything stops. And now I realize my brain is going, yo, you're losing it, right? You, you right now are mm-hmm. losing it. So then I have to bring myself Self back, back yeah, to, re- try to, to get myself reality. Back, mm-hmm. Try to get myself back to reality. Pull it down, and some kind of way everything kind of came back to normal for a second. And he, they, but they knew, yo, leave him alone. And it was this Puerto Rican dude from New York that was a part of their unit. And he came up to me. He was a rank higher than I was. I said, yo, what? You need to cool out, man. You know, something like this. And I told him, I was like, yo, you don't get the F out my you, face. You don't catch like, it, no, too. I told him, I said, yo, you don't get the F out my face right now. I'll fuck you up, too. <laughs> yo, I was, at that point. You were was, gone. Was mentally gone. gone. Right? So, and it was the dumbest thing in the world I could have did. That was the dumbest, stupidest thing in the world. Because, honestly, if the shoes were on the other foot and he did that to me. 
I would have popped him as soon as he dropped that rifle. Right. It had every right to. Right. And now these are dudes I got to sleep you in the same sleep. tent. Right. Like, I got to go to sleep that night. Right. But I promise you this. Them cats, whenever they got care packages in, whenever their mom or somebody sent, make sure you were straight. No, they came every, the next day. You what? Oh my God, some cookies. <laughs> <laughs> you want some cookies? You, you deboed them. It takes right, one good right. time. You have to check people one good time. They get you that Oreo, huh? Different. AM Caffeine Morning Show. Royal Watkins is in the building. Ron C. We'll get to the mix. Come back and talk uh, about some more. Huh. Spot. Uh, Spit. Here we go. Huh. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> one time on Bulls, blue as head off <laughs> in the desert. Yeah. There's a shield and storm. Keep your feet warm on the East Coast. Oh, wow. Wow. It's cold. Whoa. <laughs> it's cold. Damn, yo, I need some A&R right now. I know some A&Rs are going right now. It's like, get me that kid. Look up Sir Bars a lot. AM <laughs> Caffeine Morning Show. Ron C, don't hold on to it, dog. Royale's with us. Oh, don't do it. DC in the house.
a.m. Caffeine Morning Show. Royal Watkins in the building. Man, there's, still so, here. there's so much comedy that I wanted to talk about. We just we, got I so, mean, you know, you, once you jump in, though, you ain't know you're going to get all that. We got you? so entranced with just you being Desert a Storm. reserve for the Marines. That's, oh, that's insane, man. I, ooh. So now let's get into this gift comedy thing, curse. man. That's let's the get, gift and the curse, though. Right. Because you're a pawn of the 1%, but, you know, you're also a trained, certified government killer. Okay, you put it that way. Damn. I'm just saying, I, you know, <laughs> I've been. Cross him. I, right. I, the government has trained me to kill. I've been through it. And and I've been in that situation where, in a hot zone, where them bullets is flying. Right. And you learn not to flinch. If you flinch, you put yourself at risk. Right. So, I was in a situation one time where my my wife, when we were dating, went back from Jersey, where she's from. Down, Well, she's from Brooklyn originally, but we went from New York down to D.C. to visit my mom and the family. We got there mad early. It's like 7 or 8 in the morning. So I said, let's stop past the grocery store, pick up groceries, and I'm going to cook at my mom's house for everybody. We pull up into the grocery store. I stopped the car. We had a truck. This lady's coming over to me frantic. He has a gun. He has a gun. This is like, what? Uh, I pull up. I stop. This lady is walking over to our truck. He has a gun. He has a gun. And I... Immediately, I go into combat mode. I drop down to the ground. I start low crawling towards this dude who has a pistol. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, he was trying to some he kid was, trying was to rob robbing. Rob yeah, he's robbing this lady first. No, robbing, robbing lady. her. Okay. Yeah, he's robbing people and uh, you know first thing in the morning or whatever. But so I low crawl. I'm low crawling towards a dude with a gun, right? And so he peels off, and I calm the lady down. Whatever, whatever. And then I get back in the car. You're like, what am I doing? Like, what are you doing? Right. But that's just that's, that's that was the training. Instinct. That was his training. Instinct immediately. So for a cat like myself, that's why I say it's the gift and the curse because, like, you can't get that anywhere else. Right. I can never. Nobody can create a scenario like Desert Shield, Desert Storm that I could go through and be able to walk away with the type of understanding and kind of metal, so to speak, that I that have, you have based on that experience. Right. So I'm a cat that if I go into a situation, security is always first. Right. You know what I mean? Security is always first. I'm a cat that I know I can handle myself. You know what I mean? But I'm also smart enough to know, especially at my age, I don't want to be in a situation. So I'd rather de-escalate something right. than to be a part of the escalation. Wow. Damn, Royale. That background is serious, so this stand-up comedy ain't nothing. You went through that. No, this ain't. This is just the other side of it, homie. This is just the other side. So, Royal, what what would have been? What do you think? What was your big break in comedy? Was it appearing on Def Comedy Jam? That bit I did on Def Comedy Jam with the gun in the back. With the gun in the back when you were doing Double Dutch. But the gun in the back was the first. My first appearance on Def Comedy Jam. Right. And when I did that, when I had that suit jacket on. And you took that and off. I said to the audience, you know, that I'd gotten beat up before and that, you know, you guys look like a nice audience. We're not going to have that problem tonight. And they didn't know where the bit was going. And I turned you around I and had that, that gun pistol in the, ba- in the small that. of my back. Yes. Homie. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. If you go back and watch that episode, you can see that the laugh. I'd done that bit countless times before it was my signature bit. Mm-hmm. but I'd done it in D.C. and in and around D.C. I'd never really been up to a big city like that right when that bit dropped the audience the response was so big 
I promise you, you can see the look on my face. Like I was like, oh, oh crap. I don't know if I could follow this. Really? I don't know if the rest of the jokes that it, I have. It's going to be as strong as that. The, the, that was the closing. Right. <laughs> that should have been <laughs> how you walked off the how, stage. Yeah, that should have been how I walked <laughs> off the stage. And so everything else after that was like, you know, it, it, that one bit made the audience love me so much. That none of the rest of the jokes didn't even matter. Even matter. It's right. like we we mess with you, right, dude? We love you, right? We're in New York, yeah, so we understand we're that. You have a gun. That's right. your your joke is about a gun, right? And the way you disguised it, uh, you tricked us. Yeah, and I re- I totally remember that. So at that point, can I tell you something though about the gun? So then I go on tour with Def Jam. Like I do the show once, I do the show again. But that bit made the audience love me so much that Russell and Bob Sumner, who you know found me, put me on the show. They're like, all right, we're gonna put you on a tour, right? So myself, Reggie McFadden, Bill Bellamy, Adele Givens, Joe Torre, Kid Capri, and Bernie Mac, the incredible Bernie Mac, God rest, rest in the peace. show. Yes, love that dude so much, man. I, it breaks my heart that he's not here with us right now, but. We tour. One of the tour dates is in Miami. This is like a year and a half into the tour. Uh, yeah, about a year and a half in. And I was done with the gun bit, right? Oh, my God. got another th- story to tell you about the gun thing. I was living in Brooklyn at the time. I had to get up at like 3, 4 in the morning to go to the um, to the airport. I'm out. I'm going somewhere on the road. It's mad early, 3, 4, no, 4 in the morning. And I'm going to get a cab. And I'm going down a street in Brooklyn, and there was a dude that passed me. And when he passed me, the energy told me, like, oh, this dude, uh-huh. something's up. Something's wrong. Yeah, the way the, it, I recognized that something is up. So I got far enough past him that I looked back, and he was looking back at the same time. I didn't, I had, was doing the bit on the road. I had a plastic gun that I traveled with. Mm. I, had a plas- I literally would go to Toys Us and, and buy, buy this orange toy gun right. and spray paint it. Right. I had it in the suitcase, in, the, in my carry bag. So I go and pull it out, right? I pull the pistol out and tuck it like this so he can see. See, like, right. What? And I can see him go, okay. Oh, okay, yeah, I don't want You won. Yeah, I don't want you none win. of that. Right. He's like, you I don't want that right now. Right. It's, you know. It's your toy gun. I literally go into the thing, pull out the pistol, do like this. And, and let you know like what it is. let you know what it is. I won with a Toys R Us spray painted Hilarious. toy at night. Do you still I mean, uh, walk around with a toy gun? Right, you don't got the, you have yeah, a toy have gun, a gun on you? Uh-uh. No guns. <laughs> I don't want no guns. No AK-47? No guns. No, I don't have a gun at all. Wow. I don't have a gun. I don't want that type yeah, of destruction. Yeah, for sure. Um... Man, we my wife has a gun. I just don't. <laughs> you can come in and she'll fire. You she'll light your ass up. All right. So wait, I was telling you that story. You did say she was you, from Brooklyn. She listen. My wife is straight up from Brooklyn. She's so hard with it. <laughs> um, we almost out of town. We got so we almost out of town. We haven't even talked about That's anything. To we gotta say. have you come back. You haven't. I haven't talked to you about. I want to get how much time Chicks we got on the road. Me. I haven't talked to you about you, these. Oh, chick. We, he has to come back. But before we got, I, I want to talk. We got what six minutes? I got hoes now on the road. I'm <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I want to talk about this mixtape comedy thing oh that you started God. seven years ago. So that's the mixtape comedy York. show is the liveest comedy and music show in the country, bar none. I promise you, right? So Anthony Anderson and I started together, right? And the real story is this: the real story is that eight years ago, I lost my house, I lost my, all my money, I'd invested everything in this real estate market before it flipped. It flipped, lost everything. Right, so I was walking around broke. I was like, "Okay, what do I do? Let's get back to what I do, which is the stand up." I hit Anthony up, who's been my man. Say, "I need to do this." He was on Law and Order at the time in New York. He's like, "Whatever you want to do, I'll rock with you." I said, "All right, cool." I knew that I was here in L.A. 
And while Anthony is from here, from Compton, he was in New York, and there's no way I could get him back and Before. forth. It was just easier, especially since a lot of my relationships and contacts are in New York. It was easy for you just to go over It there. was easy for me to just jump on a plane and go there. We put up the first show. It goes crazy, right? We put up the first show, and I just say that I just put up a comedy show with Anthony and our co-host, and you know, I know I'm going to sell the venue out, and that's what happens. So we put up the first show in January of 2009. It goes crazy. But me and Anthony had been goofball back and forth on Facebook and building the you know, building awareness. The awareness. Mm-hmm. So between the first show and the second show, we did this thing where we did this rap battle against each other on Facebook and posted the videos. Mm-hmm. Then D Nice created a poster. Shout out D Nice. Shout out D Nice. That's my brother, man. Let that dude. That's my dude, man. Right? Dude, and actually I met D Nice through you. Yo, so that's yes. my dude right yeah. there. So, so when we did the 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 battle thing on Facebook, the fans was like, y'all should rap battle against each other at the next live, show. Live. Live at the next show. So it was like, Bet. oh, that's easy. No problem, yo. The promotions, Cats Alliances, Cats are creating their own posters, right? Yo, there was so much hype around this next show. I was like, oh my God. I mean, and I'm hot now, but back then I wasn't quite what I am today. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, um... Yo, people, somebody listening going, you garbage right now. Right. So I know you were super garbage back then. <laughs> so, long story short, that next show, Kango from UTFO was in the building. So I was like, let me bring him on stage to make it official. Right. Yo, I bring him on stage and he is like, yo, Kango uh, from UTFO. The sophisticated. Yo, he goes in. So I had the footage where he had a camera. I was like, man, I've got a comedy show, we got a rap battle, and we got a performance from a from a hip hop artist. Mm-hmm. I was like, I need to put these pieces together. all together. I need to put these pieces together. And so that became the format for the show. And then, yo, we was running it. It was good. It was being it was working, right? So then three years, two, three years in, Law and Order got canceled. Anthony came back here. And then I had to make the decision to keep doing the show. The rap battle stuff, because we were using these young kids in and around New York City. And the show's clean, right? Right. These cats, either they couldn't do it clean, they wouldn't show up, they'd be late. So year three and a half or so, I was like, look, let me just take the rap battle stuff out. I got a live band, had my DJ from day one, and I just started continued running the show that way. So now we're seven years in. Seven years and in. How often, so, and how often is it? Every missing? third Sunday at Gotham Comedy Club in New York City. I promise you. I promise you. Seven year anniversary last month. Uh, DOS Effects closed the show. Wow. Wow. Oh, that was a homie. Yo, I'm going to tell you. So let me just give you a rundown of some of the cast that's hit the stage. Comedy and music. I do the comedy side. I mean the music side first. So we've had Kwame hit the stage. Kwame. We had Chubb Rock hit the stage. I had Dana Dane hit the stage. Mr. Cheeks hit the stage. Brand Nubian hit the stage. Uh, we've had, hmm, oh, uh, Naughty came and closed one of the anniversary show. Let me tell you something. I don't know if there's anybody with a, with a stronger three song, four song set than Naughty. Bob. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's hard to beat them. Naughty came in, yo. I lost my. I was like, God. And you, in you a small venue? You forget. Homie, it was insane. KG, Vinny, and Tretch right there in the small stage. Wow. So on the music side, and there's been some others. There's some people that I'm forgetting. I pop. Oh, when Milk D from Audio 2 came in and killed it, it was insane. All right, on the comedy side, Tracy Morgan, uh, Bill Bellamy, uh, Mike Epps was just there two months ago. Did JB he have, Smooth, did he have Jerry month. Seinfeld too? Jerry Seinfeld, Chris Rock, uh, Crazy. Amy Schumer, uh, Jim Gaffigan. You've had everybody. Everybody. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's so just it's insane. just in New York. Or, or, are you going to try to bring out the L.A. or you just only, want to keep it Only in New once York? I get it on a television or on a larger platform, then I'll tour it. Outside of that, no. um, I've thought about it. I thought about it. 
it might happen only one time out here. Doesn't seem like in LA. Doesn't seem like the comedy space is too so super saturated. It's it super saturated. Too, right, right. And then we don't have like this this old the old school artists on the East Coast. I can make that happen, right? And I just like don't know on the West Coast. But then I was like, it may not be old school. Maybe it's Ty Dolla Sign or somebody. Uh-huh, you know what uh-huh, I mean? It's uh-huh. like this cast out here that inspire me outside of old school hip hop. That I was like, oh, that would be dope to have somebody like that close the show. Right. So maybe Royale. Man, if you bring that to LA, yep. I will help you procure Can we all pack it? The Can talent. we pack it? Can we blow out? Because we know everybody. Everybody. Well connected. I, I, I do this hashtag well connected thing. So that's how I try it on social media. It's just like, I right, I'm talking to you on social media and I know, like I know I could use my man, right? So right. I can pick up the phone, call and, you and hit me. Then I go hashtag well connected. So that way other cats that rock with me know, oh, Doc is connected to Royale. And it ain't like if if you connected to me like that, they know we can make something happen. Right. AM Cafe Morning Show Royal. I, I, we know everybody on the West Coast. I think that would be phenomenal because, like you said, it is convoluted here, but it doesn't have that element of what you're talking about. Right. Right. So I think, and I want to do it here so bad, man. I want to. People be like, why do you fly back and forth 3,000 miles, this, that, and the other every month just to do it yeah, in that New is York? crazy. I'd be like, because I, you know, the show is in New York, and there's some of my, my um, chicks is in New York too. Some of my <laughs> fans is in New York. So it gave me once a month that I can go touch the fans. Wait a minute. This, oh, 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 go in. oh, 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 oh. Oh, hey, I'm Captain Ball. Oh, oh, oh. That's it. No, that's oh, it. That was <laughs> it. <laughs> hey, I got hype. I thought he was about oh, to go I was about away. to. My, my spirit wanted it too. Hey, I'm Captain Morning Show. Thanks to Royal. We got to do a part two, man, because there's so much to cover. Man, Royal, how can folks find you on social? Media? They can follow me at Royal Watkins at R O Y A L E Watkins on all social media: Twitter, MySpace, Periscope, Instagram. Blue, Instagram. Uh, Black Planet Snapchat, Black Planet uh, wow. And it's Royale with an E Royale with an E Are you also on Where White People Meet? Have you heard of white, Where White People Meet, right? Where there? White People Meet? Yes, that's I'm a- going on that today <laughs> Just to be nosy <laughs> AM Caffeine Morning Show is how we get down, man We appreciate everybody rocking with us today AM Caffeine Morning Show crew We'll see you next week Royale, come back Can I take it out like this? Can I take it out like this, though? Man, Watch and, it Ow! 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 You are now listening to Sir Barnes a lot. Oh! Oh! <laughs> there it is, the Caffeine Morning Show. Eat me! Man! Man!